So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. One thing that people always tell us is, when are you guys coming back together on TV? So we enjoy working together. um, But the choice to want to work together is completely based off of what the audience is telling us. He is one of the hottest free agents in all of professional wrestling. He will be a part of the big card for Fight TV's Ric Flair's last match coming up here at the end of July on Worldwide Pay-Per-View. And he'll be a part of all the events with StarCast as well. He's doing a cool one in the sun. Doesn't look like he's sweating what's coming up here. Killer Cross, how are you feeling? Very good. How's everything going with you? Going well. Sports Keto, let's get right into it here. Um, you're a part of this uh, very momentous card. Ric Flair, one of the most well-known names in all professional wrestling. And you'll be taking on Davey Boy Smith on this show. How does it feel just to be on this show? With it, the, the advertised thing is Ric Flair's last match and you're on that bill. That has to feel special. I don't think it's going to hit me until the day of when I actually see the audience and I see Rick backstage. Um, I haven't seen him in a few months. I didn't have a, a very strong rapport with him, but like a, on a hello basis, you know, Rick was always very cool to me, to everybody. Um, to me, I mean, the sentimental value of being on a show like that, it's kind of hard to put into words. It's a time and a place to put your best work out there, not only just for the audience, but just to the contributions that Rick Flair gave to the business. I mean, there's a lot of people <clears throat> in the industry that with the amount of enthusiasm, effort of passion they put forth, it secured jobs for people after that you know what i mean i would actually be one of those people so it just feels very cool and i'm very pumped about it yeah the old thank him for the house type thing i understand that completely yeah so starcast this is a big event obviously associated with all that you'll have a presence at that as well um and it is an event that a lot of people keep their eyes on uh, it's obviously outside of now the sphere a little bit of wwe but you're in the same town as SummerSlam that weekend and it'll pull some eyes over there and some people are going to be looking over there from from the other side of the street here and obviously you are familiar with that side of the street as well what does it feel like to be a part of an event like this in the same town as wwe the same weekend they're running SummerSlam and doing all these big things uh it feels a little bit like twilight zone <laughs> you know i don't know it's uh i don't have any bad feelings about it it's just mm-hmm. a little unusual you know scarlet and i always thought we were going to be lifers there wow. um and we thought that just because we had loved the environment so much and I mean this in the most endearing way. It was kind of like the military. Like we would get up and we would train. You get paid to train, to become the best version of yourself. You go in and perform and you go home. And we were very much happy with that lifestyle. Before we were even there, her and I would operate like that. We're very much, you know, get up, um, get whatever you need into your system, go train together, and then just do whatever you got to do with the rest of your days. And everything is just living in preparation for the next event. And that's the way it operated there. So. Um, I'm very happy that it's in the same town because uh, I think the audiences will definitely piggyback off of each other and I think it's going to work very well this week. 
Yeah. What, what's the problem? Everybody can be in one place and, 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 you know, have a good time and fans can enjoy as much as they want. And obviously you can stream it anywhere you want. Uh, not only will Ric Flair's last match, that card will be on Fight TV on the 31st. You'll be able to stream everything with StarCast 5 as well, July 29th, 30th, and 31st. That'll all be from the Nashville Fairgrounds. The uh, Ric Flair's last match, that match will be at Nashville Municipal Auditorium. Some new tickets becoming available for that. But of course, obviously get everything you need to know at Ric Flair's last Match.com. Now, there's something else you're doing, and this is kind of unique. This is a little bit of a throwback to the original King of the Ring concept. A one-day Smash Mouth tournament. Who can survive eight men, one ring, one show, one day? And that is the Wrestling Showcase. This comes up September 3rd. It'll be in Schaumburg, Illinois, right near uh, something that'll be a little bit all out, possibly. We'll, we'll find out here very, very soon. And that is the Wrestling Showcase. I know you are uh, looking forward to this. And your opponent is uh, no slouch here. Uh, you'll take on Tony Nice. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. This to me has like a G1 Pride Fighting Championship Grand Prix feel to it. There's not a lot of opportunities for professional wrestlers to get involved with presentations and competitions like this. They just mm -hmm. don't happen, uh, whether it's for time, whether it's for monetary reasons. I mean, if you are a fan of wrestling and you are a professional wrestler, this would be something you want to be a part of. I'm very much looking forward to it. You really got to dig with a, with a, you know, a situation like this. If you want to win, you want to go straight to the top. It's a long night. You, you know, this is not something you just walk into. You really do have to prepare for this. And as I said, I live in a state of preparation. I'm always preparing for best and worst case scenario at the same time. So I'm looking to win this thing. Mm -hmm. What what is the preparation for that? Is it something different uh, than you would normally do for a regular run of matches or regular tour? Because you have to do you could potentially be wrestling very very arduous matches multiple times in one day. That's right. Um, I basically um, am probably lifting three times a week rather than five, and I'm doing cardio seven times a week. Um, I recently began uh, training as a student of Daniel Gracie. So I'm rolling, doing catch wrestling, do jiu-jitsu usually five times a week. So just climatizing to a situation or a scenario where you're never going to get tired and you have more cast in the tank than usual um, is kind of the direction that I'm going with this. Not going to be trying to get as big as possible. Not going to be trying to, you know, be as powerful as possible. Just changing everything that I'm doing around that. Um, drinking over like a liter of water a day. Just making sure I'm going to be hydrated. So. A gallon over a gallon of water. That a gallon. So, yeah. <laughs> Someone with one of those big giant gugs backstage would be like, you got this much, I'm drinking this much. I've, I've seen those before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different It's a different type of preparation. You know, um, you know as opposed to, let's say, if I was working uh, in AAA again, if I was doing Lucha Libre and I'm dealing with uh, Lucha, I'm going to be training probably a lot of power movements, a lot of explosive movements uh, to be a good base to catch people to counter and stuff like that. I would just prepare for it completely differently. Mm -hmm. So you are, as I mentioned at the top of the conversation here, one of the hottest free agents right now in professional wrestling. There's a lot of big name talent that is out there still. Uh, and there are two major companies, one you've had an experience with, uh, some others you've, you've been with as well. And you came right out of right out of it, right out of WWE, on the road, every weekend, all over the place, AAA, all these different things you've already mentioned. Uh, how, how do you keep that momentum going and, and what is the future for you killer cross i know that you obviously want to perform with scarlet as well in the future i mean yeah her and i are open to performing separately we have all year mm -hmm. um there are certain things that we want to get out artistically that are only going to be able to be done on our own 
But in terms of a television presentation, we just think it would be better for us to be working together. And that's solely based off of fan interaction. Like we were, we were in lockdown and we were in WWE for, for two years, it's a very strange time. We weren't able to engage with our audience and our fans like we used to back in, you know, the beginning of 2019 and everything prior to that in terms of meet and greets and stuff like that. Now that the market's opened back up, everybody's out, we're doing meet and greets and seeing fans every single weekend, like thousands of people at a time. And the one thing that people always tell us is, when are you guys coming back together on TV? So we enjoy working together, um, but the choice to want to work together is completely based off of what the audience is telling us. And I've always said this from the very beginning. If you listen to the audience, they'll tell you what they want. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be like this long, confusing equation of uh, trial and error. They're telling you what they want. So we've always tried to work towards pleasing the people and that's always been very beneficial to us uh, in our careers. So we think that's the best course of action uh, in terms of like working in a Western, globally Western television market would be to work together. And um, I mean, if, a, if another or a better idea was proposed and we were certain that people would enjoy seeing it, we would definitely entertain it. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of keeping up with the momentum, her and I both love this, so it's easy. You find a job you work, you know, you find a job you love and you never work again in your life. It's the old saying. Yeah, so it'll be pretty exciting when we get to see the two of you on television together again and at some point. And I'm hopeful when that is, but I'm not going to pry. <laughs> I, know, I know how these things work here. Yeah.